Hey everyone, welcome to Sir Inc.'s The Experience Podcast, where we talk about anything and everything kink. We only cater to adults 18 and above. So remember, this podcast is not safe for work, or as we like to say, NSF. You can always listen to us during your private time. Hello, kink, 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 curious folk out there. My name is Sir Inc. And today, I'm going to have further exploration into the conversation of male magnetism. What is it? Have you ever heard of it? Do you know how important it is? Let's get into it. A man's magnetism. It's like a fire, right? Men are hot, fiery creatures. Fire is very poignant, uh, is very forceful. And where women are more, and fire, I'm sorry, and fire is more external. Whereas the women are very moist, watery beings, right? They have moist places on their body, so on and so forth. The more watery creatures, we're more fiery creatures, right? Now, being a watery type person, human being, like women are, that means they're more receptive to the environment, to things, the, the spiritual world, the things that we cannot see with our own eyes or hear, but they're very relevant, they're very real. And women are very much tapped into it. When we say, well, women are in touch with nature. Like, yes, they're connected to nature in that way because that's the way they're made. But men are not made that way. Men are made to be more of a force of the nature. More of that fire. More of the yang that goes forth and forges its way through. That's how how human nature has persevered men conquering men, men just forging their way into places that you would never think humans could go, like climbing Mount Everest and conquering things of that nature. But when a man is a teenager, when a man is in his 20s, that fire burns no matter what you throw on it. You can throw McDonald's on it. You can throw... You know, really good food on it. You can throw, you know, alcohol, weed, coke. You can throw a whole bunch of crap on your fire. And as a man, you'll still keep going. You'll still be running them down. But what happens is when a man progresses into his 30s, it's not necessarily just that uh, they said men start losing testosterone in their 40s. Well, yes, that is true. Now, if your diet has been crap from a kid all the way into your late 20s, what do you think your 30s is going to look like? How do you think you're going to be able to perform in your 30s when 25 to 55 is your highest earning period in a man in a person's life? You're in the middle of your highest point and you're feeling like crap 
you're not drinking enough water, you're not getting enough green leafy vegetables in your diet, and all those things now in the 30s that you used to do in your 20s and in your teens, drinking, you know, having crazy sex all the time, you know, just giving away your semen. What does that do in your 30s? You become more worn down. And sometimes physically you feel fine, but it's a progression of of a decaying of your mindset and your body and your spirituality. And so it's important that a man understands and it's important that us as men teach other men and boys the importance of a healthy diet, trying to live a more stress-free life or how to manage stress and how to have some component of spirituality, whether that be a religion or whether that be some kind of philosophy, something that binds a man, something that binds a man to something more than himself, something that makes a man consider something greater than himself, you know, and it's a very point of being humble and we need more of that we need more humility and so if you do not eat well it slows down your thinking it slows down your body when your thinking is slow when your body is slow even though you pushing through it when things arise in your house like you may have an issue with your kids you may have an issue with your woman you're more irritable, you know, you're less in, you're less tolerant of kids being kids or a woman being a woman. Things that you just normally just should let roll off your shoulders all of a sudden become a thing. And it's a blow up, it's a walkout, or some people even resort to violence. But a lot of this is because a man has not been able to think his way through. A man hasn't hasn't had the spirituality or a religion that makes him humble. He doesn't have it in him to have the energy to play with the kids, to not be irritated by the kids. See, when you're at peace and your body is on point and your your, your spiritual side is on point, everything is just so easy you can become that unmoved mover of the pieces of the chessboard when you're off somewhere other people can push your buttons you become not the mover of the pawns but a pawn itself and so it's very important that we speak to what is good and what is bad in these ways as far as a male's magnetism and lastly, yes, magnetism is your fire, it's your yang. It's the thing that gives you motivation to go out there and fuck her pussy the way you should, to love her the way you should. You know, a lot of what men are dealing with as far as erectile dysfunction is a direct result of bad diet, bad, bad mindset. All those things are all one. They work together. And here's the thing. 
When I was growing up, my grandfather always would go to more of the, he would go to the supermarkets in the more high-end neighborhoods because he said that they would always get the fresher food. And he always would instill in me, if you don't eat right, you can't think right. And if you, and if you can't think right, you cannot perform right. You cannot perform well. You can't have a healthy lifestyle. And so I learned that early. Now, I'm not here to tell you that you need to be a vegan or you need to stop eating pork or red meat is bad for you, so on and so forth. I'm not here to tell you any of that. I'm not here to tell you that Beyond Meat is the new wave and you should do that and all that. However, what I will say is diet and spirituality, all those things are very specific to the person. I think that you can eat a lot of things in moderation, but it has to be in moderation. And you have to know what that level is for you. If you're a person that gains weight and it gets you in a place where you're uncomfortable, then you need to know what it takes to back down off of that place. This is not about being perfect. Being that perfect person, you eat the right thing all the time. This is not about that. I'm not here to be unrealistic about how to live. I'm not perfect. I still have my vices, for sure. But you have to know when to deny yourself pleasures. Because pleasures are the things that take you off your square. Yes, pleasure. When you're in a state of pleasure or when you're in a state of anger you can't really think clearly you can't see everything clear because when you're in those states your breathing changes and when you argue with someone example you see two people arguing and they're yelling and it's not going anywhere what happens when people start arguing they stop breathing in through their diaphragm and they start breathing more through their chest. And when you start breathing more through your chest, you cut in, you're cutting oxygen off to your brain. And that automatically drops a regular person's IQ 20%. So when you see two people arguing, now you're arguing with 40% less capacity, mental, mental capacity than you could be. You should be. And I was always told, if you start to argue and it's not going anywhere, both people need to walk away and come back with clearer minds, more relaxed, and be able to talk things out. So again, if you're not eating right, all those other things cannot be run well. It blocks mental capacity and it blocks your physical condition from being at its best. That affects your sexual performance. That, that affects your performance to be a man to your family. That affects your performance at work. And one other very important piece to all this too is rest. Even people that work out crazy will tell you 
that rest is such an important component for your body to heal itself. And so just on a regular basis, work in all these places are very tax physically taxing things and mentally taxing and spiritually taxing on you at times. And so it's okay to just get rest, to just come home and get rest. Rest yourself. Stop running. Take care of yourself. Drink water. Take vitamins. Go see a dietitian. Find out what's the best thing for yourself. You know, you can eat just about whatever you want if you can moderate it. However, the problem with us as human beings, we like what we like and we like it in excess, especially us as Americans. We're going to overdose on it because we're not told to have barriers. We're not told to have brakes on the car in this way, right? And so we have to take the responsibility to do that ourselves. And I think this whole pandemic has exacerbated this very issue, right? It has exposed people for their health issues. It has made a lot of people get on their health, buy herbs, buy vitamins, work out a little bit more, try to eat better, try to think better, because it's a high stressful time right now. People are not meant to not congregate together, not to fellowship with one another. It's not natural and we suffer. But the people who are balanced, who have peace in their life, are making this time a little easier on themselves. Where a lot of people who have demons and may not be eating right, who may be abusing whatever substances that they're on, even if that's sugar, they're overdosing on it and it's not putting them in, putting them in a good way. And so these are things that I just want guys to hear that other guys are out here living like this. They're trying to be the best version of themselves all around. And that takes discipline. It takes the ability to deny yourself pleasure. And so many of us love sex. And we want as much of it as we can get, as long as we can get it everywhere we can have it. And as you mature in your life into your 40s, you cannot just keep blowing your load. You can't keep shooting up the club, you know, because a man's fire a man's magnetism is directly connected to his orgasm. Yes, your orgasm, your cum, is your life force. If you keep fucking every woman you can, you can, and you keep coming, you're slowly but surely burning yourself out. It's not good to come too much. It's not good. It's not healthy. You can destroy yourself internally if you come too much.
Example, you got all these commercials about Viagra, and they tell you if you have an erection for more than four hours, you need to consult a doctor. Go to the emergency room. Now, we jokingly sometimes in the shop say, well, that ain't a problem. You know, you just need to get another girl over there or something. You know, you need some help. You know, we joke about that. But the reality is, if a man has an erection for more than four hours, it starts to damage your organs because your body is pumping blood to your penis, right? And it's pumping blood to your system, but it's pumping blood to your penis. And there's, there's, a, there's an organ in charge of that, right? And you can damage your internal organs with pleasure. It's why we have to have the pleasure in check. And there's another thing that people have not heard about much, but I'll mention it now, and it's called semen retention. What is it? It's when a man masturbates or when a man has sex and he doesn't come. He stops himself from coming. Now, I know you're thinking, well, what would the point of that be? Here's the point. When a man wants to build up more magnetism, he masturbates or has sex. And as he's bringing that orgasm to the head, you're supposed to focus on a goal that you want to accomplish and then stop. And see what happens is the semen goes back down within your body and it just starts building up more energy, more magnetism. And the thing that you focused on, your life force in your mind starts to attract that more to you. But you cannot come. Just think about it. They tell boxers to not have sex two months before they fight. Because when you come, it takes straight strength out of your core. All here, men know. From your belly into your legs, right? When you come, all that is spent. All that is spent. And so in spiritual books, they have semen retention as a way of obtaining goals. So like you, you make yourself about to come and you back it back down. You make about to make yourself come, you back it back down. This is how a man builds up more magnetism along with diet and things like that. Now I know that's a whole nother level. And I know that that's getting into a whole nother conversation that I will save for another time however is a real thing people do practice semen retention and if you don't believe me you could just go and google it semen retention it's a real thing and you know it can work especially if you're a man with a low libido or uh, you may not be able to hold an erection long you might want to try semen retention on your own
and just try to build up your magnetism. But also understand that simple things. Water, eating green leafy vegetables, uh, all the, you know, cutting sugar, all those things, cutting bread a little bit, all these things help you, help your body to function better. You know, uh, there's plenty of books out there. Like early on, Elijah Muhammad put out a book that says, you know, eat to live, don't live to eat. But I think we all can look at our society and see that we're, we're living to eat. And what we're consuming is causing us major, major health problems. And we've ignored it. And we've taken pills to override it. But your body can only take but so much damage before it stops performing, guys. You keep blowing your life force here and there. You won't be able to handle certain things once you get older. This is, this is a marathon. If you plan to live long, it's a marathon. And so you need to understand what it takes to run the marathon. But if you're still sprinting in your 40s, you're not going to cross the finish line of 70. You're going to tire out. Or you're going to be broke down. Or you won't be crossing the finish line at 70 on your own. You're going to be being pushed. Right? You're going to be getting pushed across that line. So, just do some research. And just understand how having your mind, body, and soul on the same plane. On the same playing field. On a healthy level really is the best thing for you and the best thing for everyone around you. Being a balanced man is an asset in today's world. There's too many grown boys just doing stuff. We need more men talking about what it is to be a man, how they handle business as a man, how they're a husband, how they're good boyfriends, how they're providers, how we're earners have to impress upon young men the importance of being a balanced man. And that starts with your diet. Again, spirit, spiritual and religious things, those are all specific to the man. But when it comes to diet, we can all see the results of that. And we have to make sacrifices and we have to do things that we don't want to do. But we understand that we're doing it because I'm playing a long game. But hey, if you don't care about tomorrow, that's fine. Just, you know, live for the day. YOLO. You only live once. So if you want to ball out till you fall out, go ahead. But I plan to cross the finish line at 70, God willing. But if it's up to me, I'm going to get there. But I'm going to make sure I get there. By controlling the things that I can control. I can control the things that go in my mouth. I can control the things that go in my mind. I can go. I can control the things that go on my dick. I can control the things that come out of my mouth. And I can control the things that I do. Stella man. I want to thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed this i plan to give you guys more discussions i know uh 
someone today mentioned that um, they never heard me speak about astrology before. But uh, yeah, there's a lot of things that I'm into that I'm going to uh, open up a little bit more to you guys and, you know, not reveal, but, you know, just share with you guys more of who I am and the things that I'm into and let you guys know that I'm not a unicorn. There are men out here who are intelligent, they're considerate, they're bosses, they want to win in life, they want partners, they want to see their kids healthy, they're family men, they're great friends, and we're out here. We don't always talk because a lot of men of value don't throw themselves in front of you. They'd rather be sought out. They'd rather you see them in a crowd of men and pick them out. They'd rather know that who they have in their life knows that they're valuable and not just another guy. That's the difference. This is where submission comes in so handily because a submissive woman gives herself to a man that she deems fit. But ladies, we have to get into what you deem fit because I don't think we're doing a lot of homework. And someone said I was a little rigid when I started talking about my vetting process, but we really need to stick to some vetting processes, okay? I get it. A couple years ago, after my last relationship fell apart, I made it a point. I'm only going to date submissive women and I created my whole little criteria and the ones that don't fit in that criteria there's nothing wrong with them it just means that they're not for me I don't see how I can cross the finish line with them they could be great women right but we're going in two different directions you know we could be great friends but we might not be good as partners long term and so you just have to be realistic with that you have to really write down what do you need to be your best self so when I'm doing education for newbies or people that really want to learn more about men and learn about this journey into the world of kink and BDSM a lot of times I ask them Write down five things that you need to be your best self. And also write down five things in a man that helps you become that. Or helps you maintain that. And those are very challenging questions. But these are questions that I've asked myself and more. And I think it's important that you write these things down. Not think it out. Not guess but actually write them down. And those things can change, but there are some certain things on that list that will not change. And it's more of a process to getting to know yourself, and then you can get to know someone else. See, you have to know what you have to offer to someone. You know, so many people think, well, I'm nice and I can cook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of people out there that do that. It's a lot of guys that can pay your bills. It's a lot of guys that can shovel snow. A lot of guys that can just sit in the house and play PlayStation. But 
What is it that you need in a man to help you be the best version of yourself? And how does what you have to offer help that man to be the better version of himself? Now, I'm going to save that for another podcast. That will be the next podcast, the vetting process in detail. Let's go over it line for line and why. Okay? Thank you for listening. Again, you guys can check me out on Instagram. You can check me out on Facebook, Twitter, not so much. You can go to SirInc.com. We have a merch shop. Dirty Writing is up. Dirty Writing Cosmetics. Lipstick. Uh, lip gloss. I have a variety of things. I got the certain gift boxes with Cuban cigars, uh, silk ascot ties, pocket square, t-shirts. I got a bunch of little different things I got going on. But if you're interested in the merch, the changing coffee mug, don't forget about that. That's a, that's a, that's just a winner right there. But uh, go to the website, purchase up, hit me up if you have any questions, and uh, I'll see you soon. Quite an experience, wasn't it? Tune in again for a fresh release of Sir Inc.'s The Experience Podcast.